Okatov, we are going to complete Bezat Hashem. We're on a complete chapter 8. What was the last pasuk we did? 57. So chapter 8 was, we did what? 57. 57. So chapter 8 was the chapter of the inauguration of the Beit HaMikdash. And uh, as we said, we went through the structure already. It included a biracha, uh, a tefillah, the, the, the centerpiece of this chapter was a tefillah of Shalomot to Hashem, basically saying, please let this be a place where the tefillot of the people are answered. Then he gives a bracha to the people. And I think we are in the middle of that bracha, right? Yeah, exactly. So Pasuk Nun Dalit starts the bracha to the people, and it was when Shalomot finishes tefillah, then he turns to the people, and... He blesses the people in a loud voice, Baruch Israel, and he says, Blessed be God who gave uh, rest to his people Israel, as he promised. Not one thing that he promised Moshe that would occur, any good thing that he promised Moshe would occur, uh, everything has come true, not one thing has fallen from that promise. Let God be with us like he was with our forefathers. Or the way we know it, Yehi Adonai Eloheinu Imanu. Right? Aliyah Azvenu Valdeshenu, let God not leave us or forsake us. Pasuk Nun Chet Lehatot Levavenu Elav, and let him turn our hearts to him, Lalechat Bechod Rachav, to go in his path, his paths. Lishmor Mitzvotav, Echukav Mishpatav, and to keep his mitzvot and his chukim, Mishmizfratim, Ashetivat Avotenu, that he commanded our forefathers, and let my words, these words that I that I beseech to God, let them be close to God day and night, meaning let my tefillah stand near God and be answered, so that he does the, the will of his servant, or at least the justice to his servant, and the justice to his people, uh, Israel, every day. And if... God does the justice of Am Yisrael every single day. Then all of the people of the land, all of the nations of the world will know that God is God and there is no other. And that obviously is the ultimate goal of the Beit HaMikdash, is to spread the recognition of God as God to all the nations of the world. Only a world that accepts the rule of the one God can be a world of peace and prosperity. A world that does not accept the, ru- the, the rule of the one God will always be a world of barbarism and savagery. That's the rule. That's the rule of history. Um, it's the reason why societies like the United States of America and Israel are places are they thrive. While uh, the question is really why, what's the, what went wrong in the Arab cultures? Why Arab cultures are relatively backwards? I think it's because the, um, the service of God is potentially, I think it's a little bit corrupted. And it's more the service of the ego, which is the most highest value in Arab culture. I think Arab culture puts the, the ego as the, as the most essential thing to serve. Over God. That's my opinion on our culture. Okay. Pasuk Samach Aleph. And let your hearts be completely with Hashem our God. To go in His chukim, to go with, according to His laws, and to keep His mitzvot. Like on this day, 
And then we turn away from the tefillah or the beracha to the people. And the king and Israel with him, they start bringing korbanot to Hashem. Right? So we said, didn't the whole uh, process start with bringing korbanot? So now after the brachot and after the tefillah, we bring more korbanot. A zevach in the Tanakh is always a korban that is eaten. So it is like a korban shelamim. Um... Yeah, Pasuk Hay of the same chapter of chapter Chet. We already saw them bringing Korbanot. As it says, They were bringing Korbanot of sheep and cattle. They couldn't even count from how many he brought. And now, once again, to complete, to conclude the ceremony, we are once again bringing Korbanot, many Korbanot. He brings the korban shelamim. Bakar esrim ushnaim elif, twenty-two thousand cows. and one hundred and twenty thousand sheep. And they inaugurated the house of God, the King, and all of the people of Israel. And on that day, he sanctified the king, made the, the chatzer sanctified that was before God, because there he did the ola and the mincha and the shalamim. Because of shalamim, was too small to bring all of the korbanot on. What just happened? Very, very interesting. Basically, instead of just bringing korbanot on the altar, he sanctified the entire courtyard area so they could bring korbanot and burn the fats in all of the places. So they could do multiple at the same time. That's how they would get to hundreds of thousands. Yeah, I think ask, it, how do you do hundreds So they weren't doing one at a time. They were doing many, many, many at a time because they were using the entire chatser area to be doing these korbanot. Uh, you could look for a long discussion of this topic in the Radak. Okay, I won't even go into it. Uh, there's a machloket exactly what he made kadosh and so on, but he expanded the, for our for our intents and purposes, he uh, he expanded the area where he could bring korbanot so that he could bring a lot more than just one at a time, and that's how he got to an exorbitant number of korbanot to inaugurate the Beit Hamikdash. And we are in pasuk samech he vayashelomabaytayetehag, and shelomo on that day made the holiday. What's the holiday? In the Tanakh, whenever we say the Chag, what are we referring to? Sukkot. Sukkot is the main holiday of the year. Really? Sukkot is the main holiday of the year. Yeah. Okay. If you ever read the Chag, the holiday, it's referring to Sukkot because it was the biggest celebration. It was bigger than Pesach. Obviously bigger than Shavuot. And on that day, Shalomot did the Chag, the Sukkot holiday. From the east until the west, B'nai Yisrael had come Lifnei Adonai Eloheinu Before God Shiv'at Yamim V'shiv'at Yamim Seven days and seven days Arba'asar Yom For fourteen days Now what did he do? He started it seven days before Sukkot Oh, uh, probably So seven days before Sukkot And then seven days of Sukkot And then uh, So it was a fourteen day celebration Now there's a discussion uh, What happens to Yom Kippur? So I could read you quickly I remember this from school Ki achlu oto Yom Kippurim The eight on that Yom Kippur According to the Gemara it was one of the days of joy. 
ולמדוך זה מחנוכת המשכן, מה שם עשו שלמים בשבת, אבל כפי שהוא באיסור סקילה, יום הכיפורים שהוא איסור כרד, לא כל שכן. So just like on the, when they, we were inaugurating the Mishkan, we did the Korban Shalamim because the, the inauguration of the Mishkan was how many days? Eight days. Eight days of Miluim. So it must have covered one Shabbat. Yet we still brought a Korban Shalamim on Shabbat. And Shabbat is more strict than Yom Kippur. All the more so if we're inaugurating the Beit HaMikdash, you could violate Yom Kippur. So they violated Yom Kippur by eating. Okay, that's a Gemara in Mu'ed Katan. Fascinating Gemara. Okay? On the eighth day of, probably meaning after Shemini Atzeret, the eighth day of the Sukkot section, because it was a 14-day thing, right? Probably after Shemini Atzeret, probably. Bayomahu meaning probably after that day. Okay. Happy and good heart for all of the good that Hashem did to David his servant and to Israel his people. Okay, so that is the completion of the inauguration of the Mishkan. Let's do one more pasuk. And it was when Shalom completed building the house of God and the house of the king and all of the things that he wanted to do. God appeared to Shilomo a second time like he appeared to him in Giv'on. And we will see the contents of this vision tomorrow.